The Building Better Business podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome. I'd like to uh, introduce a uh, good uh, friend and business colleague of mine, Andrew Cagnetta. You go by Andy, right? Andy's great, yes. Andy's great. Andy is the uh, Chief Executive Officer of Transworld Business Advisors, which uh, is the largest business brokerage firm in the United States. Anything else you want to add to that, Andy, regarding Transworld? Uh, yeah, no, I, I think it's the world, too. So, uh, you know, we're very excited to be uh, the largest and, you know, enjoying that spot right now. So, uh, and we're, we're continuing to grow. So it's good stuff. Absolutely. That's good. So what I wanted to do is find out a little bit more about you. You're the chief executive officer of Transworld and you've been doing that for uh, a number of years. Tell me a little bit about your background and uh, how you got to be where you are today. Well, you know, I, I left college in uh, 1987 and I, you know, I was kind of struggling looking for a job, didn't know what I wanted to do. So I, my first entrepreneurial path was to start a uh, small cell phone business where we were selling cell phones. And back then you actually installed them in cars and we eventually graduated to the brick phones, but we were selling them for about, you know, $2,000 a piece. And so that was kind of my first foray into business. And I kind of bounced around a little bit in between businesses and wound up buying a business in Hartford, Connecticut at one point, uh, a pasta shop. And, you know, we bought it, we ran it, we wound up selling it. And I, in the process of that, I had met my wife who grew up in Florida and we started talking about where we wanted to settle down next. And we decided to, you know, in Southeast Florida, where I am now in the Fort Lauderdale area, and she grew up here and we moved down and so I started looking to buy a business and in the process of looking to buy a business, I went to a lot of business brokers and for the most part, I felt like I was in a used car sales room and didn't feel like they had my best interests at heart. And then, um, you know, I wound up uh, with Transworld one day and I really uh, you know, just enjoyed the owners at the time. So, so what have you learned along the way and uh, what kind of set you up for where you are today? You've, got, you've been doing it for quite a number of years right now. So there might have been a lot of learning experiences that you encountered along the way. Yeah, I mean, listen, there's a ton of learning experiences and I draw on those learning experiences, you know, from that pasta shop, from running that, that small little cell phone store. And then I was selling guitars and I had my own rep firm, manufacturer's rep firm. And you draw on all these kind of things. And I've been at Transworld, I joined in 95. I bought the company in 97 and we built it up from one small business, uh, you know, business brokerage office to multiples in Florida. And then, and then we wound up franchising it 10 years ago. And yeah, you learn all kinds of things. I mean, and it's funny, people ask me, aren't you really proud of what you, you've grown? And sometimes I always tell people, I'm like, yeah, I'm proudest of the times when it was the toughest, right? That's the real 
skill in running a business. Everybody can run a business when it's making a lot of money. I think it's really hard to run a business when it's not. Absolutely. So, uh, so tell me what you think about the current times here. We're now in the age of uh, the coronavirus just kind of getting into its mainstream. And uh, there's a lot of things that we have to pay attention to. So what do you recommend uh, we as business brokers and uh, business owners and people looking to buy businesses? What do they need to look out for these days? Well, yeah, I mean, there's lots of things you have to look out for. You know, I, 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 I'm coming up with a little speech that I'm going to wind up giving to our business broker organization later this week. And so there's basically three things. Number one, you know, you got to protect yourself, right? So the first thing is take care of yourself. I mean, you know, get enough sleep, you know, stay home at this point. Uh, we're at a point in the, in the COVID crisis where they're recommending everybody stay home. And then second of all, kind of, you know, get your house in order, get your family and your business in order and protect those people. And then third is, you know, to shore up your business. You know, you want to make sure that uh, that you apply for any relief that you need. You want to budget your cash accordingly. You want to uh, work on reducing all expenses moving forward. And then lastly, uh, get ready for the future because as we've learned in all economic downturns, after 9-11, after disasters, after, in Florida, we have hurricanes. And then after the economic downturn, what we always see is that in the dip is the time that there's lots of opportunity. Absolutely. So along the way, let's kind of rewind the videotape. Let's go back to when you were a child. How did you get started? What were your interests as a child? And then how did you progress along the way? You know, I think one of the things, I, I guess I, I was always motivated and I always felt like uh, I was the oldest in the family and probably one of my older group of friends. So I, I guess I was kind of looked as a, as, a, as a leader on some levels. And then one of the things uh, that my earliest entrepreneurial experience was is during the uh, gas crisis in the late 70s or whenever it was, I think it was the late 70s. And the line for the gas station, local gas station, used to snake all the way by my house. And so I got the idea of that I would go out and buy, you know, pastries and, uh, and set up my mom's coffee urn and sell coffee to everybody sitting in line. And so that's my earliest memory. I mean, other than the like kind of, it was kind of like a, a bigger version of lemonade stand. So I, I guess, you know, I had the entrepreneurial bug back then. Wow, that's exciting. Yeah, that's really good. And I think a lot of people have to learn to think out of the box. What other pieces of advice have you gotten along the way? And then now have you, as you become the CEO of Transworld, what is the kind of advice you're giving to either a business owner or a business broker as they continue to go forward and continue to become a, a, a better uh, person at what they're doing? I, You know, there's a couple of things that, you know, just came to mind when you asked me that. And so there's two things. I, I think one of the things is I, I always try to be honest with my employees and my partners and my, and, you know, especially about bad times, right? We're in, we're in a tough time. And I think if you can be as transparent as possible and empathetic as possible, people will gravitate toward you as a leader. And I, I think I learned that not because someone told me to do it that way, it's that I was in organizations that were exactly the opposite. Everything was a secret. 
lots of backstabbing. People didn't know what was happening day to day, always on edge. And I've learned that I, I don't want to run a court. I, I don't want to run family. I don't want to run a company like that. I don't want to run any organization like that. And I found that having, you know, transparency and honesty and basically believing in people first and not treating them like pawns. And they're just, they're more than a business asset. So I think that's really important. And that has led me also to believe that you need to give back in your community. And I think that giving back in your community shows who you are. It also gets you a lot of skills that you perhaps didn't have, like strategic planning and all these things that have just given so much to me by me, you know, reaching out to the community. And is that the advice you'd give others to do the same thing along the lines of what you're doing? Yeah. So I, I always say, tell people, get involved in your community earlier than, than even I did. I mean, I wish I would have joined a few charitable boards or got involved earlier in my career, although I did it very early in my career. But I think I see some of the young kids out there in the world that join organizations like the United Way and Junior Achievement, and there's just so many, Rotary, whatever it is. But if you start early, you could become a leader in these organizations as an early, and you learn a ton. I think it's great. Absolutely. So if you had to give some advice going forward now, well, let me, let me take a step back. So Transworld has become the leader in the business brokerage field. What do you attribute that success? Now, you've been at the helm for quite some time. We've grown. You started in Florida. We've grown outside of Florida. I bought my business two years ago. I was one of two. I'm now one of five. I'm excited about that. What do you think is contributing to the, to the success and growth of Transworld? You know, I think it is becoming, you know, understanding that we want to work with a lot of businesses. I think uh, becoming a you know, all of us putting our thoughts and ideas and assets together to create a dynamic marketplace. I do want people working with large number of people. And again, I'm a marketer at heart. So I really do believe in going out there and promoting yourself and promoting your brand through mass media and things like that. And I think a lot of brokers don't look at their business as a business. They look at it as like a small brokerage. And I think we've been successful because we approach it like a business person would. So what advice would you give again now? So you have a conference call coming up tomorrow on, you're going to explain to buyers on what they need to look out for in terms of buying a business. So what are you going to be, well, I know I'm jumping a little bit, but this will air me after that. What, what advice would you give for buyers now? Well, listen, buyers right now are in a u- unique position. There's been in the 25 years that I've been involved with Transworld, There's been a buyer market maybe three times, post 9-11 for a few months, post maybe 2010, 9-10 and maybe parts of 11. And then probably after this, I don't know how long the bounce is going to take for it to come back. It's going to come back, but I would give it one to three quarters of buyers being able to purchase things. At, at an advantage. And so my advice to buyers and com- people who have companies who want to expand right now, this is your time. I mean, how many times do we look back after the housing crisis? We said, oh, if we only bought property then, or after the dot-com bust, oh, if we only had bought Google or Yahoo then, or, you know, all the, everybody looks back on those kind of 
opportunities and said, if I only did, well, this is another opportunity for you. And so once, you know, we're all kind of conserving cash and we're all worried about, you know, when this is going to end. But once you see that light at the end of the tunnel, and once you could kind of start to strategically look at this thing ending, it is time to get out there. I got a call today from someone that I've been working with, very successful entrepreneur, haven't heard from him in over a year. And he, I have a call with him later on today, multi, multi-millionaire, very, very successful person. He's like, uh, looks like it's time for me to get back in the market and start buying. I mean, there you go. The, the leaders are going to start buying. Absolutely. I, I totally agree. So um, what was the highest point? Uh, let, let's start. What was the lowest point of your career? And then we'll go to the highest point of your career up to now. Well, the, you know, the lowest point in my career is when I've lost coworkers. And, uh, and it, we lost a dear friend early in our career. His name was Tom and his wife, Joanne. They, they were killed in Chicago, actually, in a car accident. And that was absolutely our lowest at Transworld. Very sad. And how did you get over that? You know, you know, I don't know if you ever get over those kind of things. I mean, you know, uh, my associate Tom Jones and Ray Coppell, we were there at the time, and and uh, we still look back. We're still friends with his parents. We went out to dinner with them. I mean, we'll always honor Tommy and his uh, and his wife. And so I don't know if you get over it, but you you know, you smile more than you cry, I guess, eventually. So. So on the flip side, what would you say your highest moment of your career has been? You know, I, 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 I knew you were going to ask me that. And wow, I, I'm not exactly sure. I mean, listen, I, I am jazzed up that you know, we're the number one franchise in the world. And I've been lucky enough to be honored for that and our whole team being honored for that, you know, becoming an uh, in the, the UFG Hall of Fame, being in the, uh, you know, been honored by United Way and Junior Achievement in their Hall of Fame. I mean, we've had some really nice awards that have been given to us over the years. So some of that stuff, but you know, listen, the, the high point is, you know, sharing that with my family, including my trans world family. So that, that's the high point. That's good to know. You know, the other thing I'm getting a sense out of what you're saying is that, and it's something that I advocate as well, is that visibility is key. And I think, I think you need to continue to reach out and not only to advise people, but also to accept some advice as well. It's a give and take, I would say, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Like I said before, you know, volunteering for, you know, nonprofit boards and industry boards has taught me so much is given back to me so much and just learning about strategic planning and, and negotiating. I mean, some of the industry boards I'm on, you're, you know, you're on there with your competitors and a lot of them are hard headed and, you know, be, and trying to negotiate in that kind of environment is very challenging. And I've learned tons from that. And so, and I'm just reading a book. Uh, I just got read a book called uh, uh, building your brand story, which I thought was a great book. I'm reading uh the fifth discipline, I think it is. Uh, Mike Shea from my team is yelling at me every day, finish the book, finish the book. So there's, there's lots of you know, great things that we can learn and we have to continue learning, especially like right now. Wow. In the middle of a COVID crisis where you know, I'm burying my nose into understanding all the uh, disaster loans and PPP, not necessarily because we need them, but because our clients need them and they look to us to be trusted advisors. 
Yeah. And I think continuing to reach out, even though, um, you know, you may not have the answers to their questions, but just being someone that I think cares about who they are and where they are and how you might be able to help them in terms of whatever else they need. I think that's just the way you've got to be. Yeah. I mean, thank God for technology, right? So I can't imagine us going through this COVID crisis 10 years ago, certainly not 20 years ago, 10 years ago, there's no way that we could be on having this tech, you know, the Zoom call right now and being able to con- connect with people. We, I had a Zoom call with my, with my administrative staff. We're having two a week. We usually have one a week, but we're having two a week now. And we have weekly sales meetings with all of our salespeople. I mean, we're just making sure we're touching people. And I told everybody, I'm like, even if we have nothing to talk about, if things slow down to the point where we're doing nothing, we're going to get on the phone and just make sure everybody's okay. And we're trying to do that with our clients. We're doing that in the, in the community. And yes, it's so important to stay out there on social media and you know, touch people. Absolutely. So I think that's about all the questions I have for you right now, Andy, but I'd like to give you the opportunity to kind of tell us a little bit more. Where can our audience go to get more information about you and, uh, and your firm? Yeah, sure. So you, know, you could always go to tworld.com. Uh, we have a lot of information there. We also run a podcast. We have about 80 episodes out there at right now. It's called the dealboardpodcast.com. And it's uh, very informative about how to buy and sell a business. I do write a lot of articles. So you can go to my LinkedIn and uh, see a lot of articles there that we, we write over time. I mean, again, I'm such a fan of entrepreneurs, right? And I always tell people that if you're going to do a deal out there, just give us a call. I mean, even if we're not involved, I mean, you found your own deal, you, you have your own seller or you, you're a seller and you have your own buyer, give us a call anyway. We won't charge you anything because, you know, we're not there doing our service, but we'll just help look at it for you and give you some advice because we know a couple of things. Number one, that deal may fall through and you may need help forward and you might want our advice and expertise and, and be willing to pay for it. And number two is, even if you buy that business, uh, you're probably going to eventually sell it again, or we could help you build the business through acquisition. So we, we are huge fans of entrepreneurs. We just want to be there for you. Absolutely. It makes a lot of sense. Well, that's about all I have for you right now, Andy. I want to thank you so much for your time, and uh, I appreciate your insights, and uh, thank you so much for sharing. Oh, thanks for having me on. I really appreciate it. The Building Better Business Podcast is the best place to learn how to take your business to the next level. It's no longer enough to earn good profits. You need to develop a network of connections as well as use all types of marketing to your advantage that will put you over the edge. Hosted by me, Steve Eschbach, a financial executive with decades of experience in dealing with businesses and business people, we'll learn how this all comes together. Join me and my expert guests as we delve into the many facets of owning the business and how to become a good, caring business owner. Listen how making a difference in your community can attract all sorts of clientele, which in turn will build you a better business.